afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of The Blacksmith's Furnace with me, Robert. With me, Pete. But like Mo, back yeah. in the his house. The sun is shining. Sun is shining. And Robert is dying. I'm dying, fam. <laughs> but yeah, first things first, it's my dad's birthday today. So happy birthday, dad. Oh. No. It's my cousin's birthday, actually. Well, <laughs> Don't care about your cousin. Bruh. Down. I'm just playing. Uh, don't worry, it's about your dad. What was it? Things got emotional real quick. So, um, oh, before we start, start. Um, we did an episode last week which got lost. It did. So I just wanted to re-shout out Introvert because we talked about her last week, but we didn't get a chance to talk about what we talked about with her. But so Peter, but Peter you, you, you're talking about her, so do you want to really talk about what you were talking about? Introvert. 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 She's a... One of our listeners. One of the listeners. Um, and... Introvert. Yeah. I think I've seen... Does the person do animations and stuff? Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, but obviously, Robert didn't listen to last week's podcast, because I did shout her out. Oh, hey, shouting. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, nah, nah. So uh, the thing especially that I shouted out was she's done these designs and she's put them on t-shirts and stuff. And uh, if you, if it gets enough buys, I think there's maybe a week left on the shirts, then they go into print. But if they don't, then you just get your money refunded, like mm. Kickstarter. And it's some really dope um, designs well, on T-shirts. So I linked it in last week's episode. I will link it again in this week's episode. Um, shout out to Introvert, one of the long-time listeners and uh, really talented as well. All right. Yeah. Talking about talented. <laughs> good segue, good segue. Let's talk about Kanye. Oh God, I wasn't going to, but I, I think no. Okay, you know I can't. Yeah, let's, let's, <laughs> cause I was going to say no, but then it's cool. Let's so, um, I'll, t- I'll I'll probably take the conversation in a different direction later later on. But like, what are you what are you guys thoughts on what he's been saying over these past few weeks? Has has, has it been weeks? Has it been weeks? It's been weeks. It's been about a it's week. Because I expected you to bring it up last week. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's definitely been at least oh. a couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. I thought about it, but then I thought no, because one, he's got his album coming out, so he's just making noise because he 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 he's trying to generate hype. Um. Yeah. That's why, like, for 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 like the rest of the year, we, we haven't heard from him. Mm. But now it's album time. He needs to. I saw he's been in rehab as well. Yep, he's been in rehab. Is it rehab or just a medication? Bit of both. Either way, like, so, I don't know that he's making a noise for the album. I don't know that that's the case. Because the album's not coming out soon. It's coming out in a month. Next month. It's, oh, it's May now, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't know. I don't know. And if, my whole problem with it is how important his voice is or, or how much people have been affected by it. Because I think everyone or, you know, there's so many people chatting nonsense. Why is it so bigger deal when he does when if if you haven't put him on some sort of pedestal mm. so for me it hasn't i don't care what he says or what he said because he's never been that important to me maybe if 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 he was christian maybe it would, it would matter more but not to say that sounds kind of cold but it's the truth like you know there's there's millions and millions of people that have bigger problems than their thoughts on slavery or whatever um I think if you guys have Christ, you've got something else. So that's my thing, and I don't really care. It's just seeing the effect that his words have had, and how much everyone is jumping on it. Um, yeah, that that's been my my issue. Mm. So it's why 
Yeah. I think I think that Kanye definitely is influential, um, whether rightly or wrongly. So, um, like, I've even seen people like fashion their lives after um, WWKD. What would Kanye do? Good for them. And it's, it's like, wow, you've actually fashioned your life around thinking what Kanye would do. And I'm just like, why? Why does he hold such weight? But um. He he like his story is is one um, where he he's actually arguably come from nothing and made a lot, made quite a lot, um, and made a name for himself. Um, not just musically, where he started producing beats, but then started rapping, signed to an influential um, record label, broke out, did his own thing. Now is like an influential fashion artist, and he's like everywhere that he's gone, he's charted a course. Quick question: Have you seen his fashion line? It's crap. Okay, I don't like cool, it. Cool, cool. That's my personal opinion. I don't really like it, but he holds weight for some bizarre reason. Um, and I think it's it's the transition from how much weight he held musically, and a lot of his new, um, initial stuff was really good. Again, I, don't like, I don't I don't really listen to his stuff right now. So like college dropout. Um, what was the album that you were on as well? Which one? album before College Dropout um, 808 is a heartbreak nah I think it was after that like a late, late registration late registration late registration College Dropout like they'll, they'll, for me those were classic Kanye albums um, but after that I'm just like yeah. but he, yeah for some bizarre reason he holds I think it's because of his movement with Jay-Z and stuff as well um, so he he does hold a lot of weight I know that what he said has hurt a lot of people um, whether rightly or wrongly so um, it's one man's opinion so I don't quite know but I think it's the platform that he has as well um, and even though his music is coming out next month it might have been a publicity stunt but he might, if it was a publicity stunt he might have just shot himself in the foot because now we've got artists actually saying don't buy Kanye West's music have you heard the doop to whoop song? <laughs> Have you heard that song? No. <laughs> and the beat on that was so sick. This is what everyone is saying. But it's so like sick. I, I almost feel I almost feel it's an insult even if, if you're this guy that's respected for your lyricism or whatever and you do that, I feel like it's I feel like it's an insult. I feel like it's saying, Look I can give you guys whatever. These are sheep who are gonna follow me wherever I go. So And do you know what? Like I really like J. Cole's track, Lost Prophet. And in Lost Prophet, he actually spe- he's speaking about um, Kanye. And he almost, he, he breaks down, he's like, Kanye's stuff initially was really good. And he held a lot of weight. He held his own. And people put him on a pedestal. And now that his stuff is substandard, people are looking to him with nostalgia not necessarily evaluating the stuff now but almost saying ah Kanye has always been good or whatever and just been associating that with it um and so he's almost been saying like Kanye's new stuff has what isn't as good as his old stuff but we're still and rather than like being frank and honest and open with him we're almost just keeping him on that pedestal and watching himself watching himself destruct which isn't healthy. 
So I really like that song because it, it, it's quite frank and it isn't doing it in a manner that's derogatory or trying to send shots. But it's like a genuine observation. It's interesting when people say that his new stuff isn't as good as his old stuff because like I was going through like um, all his albums and like if you look at the way they've been rated by critics, mm -hmm. his newer stuff has been rated higher than the older stuff. Okay. And um, I've listened to all his albums because um, I'm a big Kanye fan, mm -hmm. like musically anyway. Um, and lyrically, I wouldn't say that he's much different from what he was before. I think it's just the sound of his music that is is, is what's turning people away. Okay. But like lyrically, mm -hmm. I definitely feel like he's he's the same as he was before. Same playing on words, same talking about the issues. Maybe just talking about it in a different way. Kind of like how Jay-Z used to talk about um, trapping and now he's mm -hmm. talking about all this art. Yeah. He, he, he talks about art and buying buildings and mm -hmm. like stuff. Yeah. But I think because Kanye is so polarizing, people don't give him the same leeway when it comes to his change of of sound as as, as they would other people. Okay. In all, in all fairness, I haven't listened to much of Kanye's new stuff. I haven't listened to any. Um I like his old sound. Um, so I agree in, in the sense of like the beats and just the flow and stuff. I definitely like the old sound. It might just be me. But I've even realised that recently I've gone back to the old Christian hip-hop albums that I, I listen to. Um, so like the old school Shailins and stuff like that. Like that. And I'm like, I'm resonating with that a lot more. And I'm like, yes, I'm really feeling this. So it might just be my disposition, my musical disposition. Um, yeah, and just yeah. before I, I get attacked, because someone like Sarah was, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I do listen to some, or I, I listen to secular artists every now and then. I go through my phases, um, and I still just never, never got onto. I said phase, you know. <laughs> Sorry? This guy, this guy, this guy has been like a. a, a like was marijuana. <laughs> what? what are you talking about? <laughs> I went through my face, went through the season. <laughs> <laughs> No, but like, um, to get high. like, <laughs> nah, sometimes, I mean, you guys will see it in the group. Sometimes I'll listen to like 80s, 90s, R&B, sometimes Eminem, sometimes like Slaughterhouse, people like that. Um, and I just never got under J. Cole, uh, oh, sorry, the Kanye. Um, do, you, do, you, do you listen to J. Cole? No. Exactly. No, or so, Kendrick. So it's no point us, no. us talking to you about secular music because like you don't listen to I it. I do though. I listen to Eminem. Sometimes. What what was the last Eminem album you, you listened to? Album. Uncle. Um. No. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I feel I've insulted. <laughs> no. Um. What was his last one? I listened to the last one. Revival. Oh, yeah. Revival. The one with um. The one he was talking about racism a lot more. Um. He was talking white boy, white boy thingy. Um, with Ed, with Ed, the track of Ed Sheeran. The track of Ed Sheeran. The track um, with Ed Sheeran, so yeah, that, that track. Um, Serious. Did he do a track with uh, Pink? He did a track with Pink on that one. Yeah, I listened to Revival. I even listened to uh, Royce the Five Nine's new song with Eminem, Caterpillar, where he goes in hard. I, I didn't like that one, to be honest. You did? Oh. I didn't like it. I feel like that's not Eminem's style. But the thing I noticed about Eminem is he, he does, he tends to kind of reflect the people he's on the track with and they kind of bring the best out of him or, or like... On a on a Royce of Five Nine album, he he raps and it's comparable to Royce of Five Nine on the Jay Z Renegade. He raps. Oh, Renegade kinda, was the you know. <laughs> <laughs> So I I feel I feel like that anyway. But I hope this guy yeah. will get that enthusiastic about worship as well. 
Have you heard the track he did with Nicki Minaj? Who? Um, um, Eminem. Uh, thing we is both revenge. kissed our teeth at the same yeah, time. Yeah, no, but is it thing Roman's is revenge? revenge. Roman's revenge. Yeah, listen to that. That yeah. was true. And again, you see, and that's the thing with Eminem is like you put him on the track with like a, a good artist, and it brings out. The, I don't know, maybe it's just a competitive side of him or whatever, but it just brings out the best side of him. That said, again, the only tracks that I like of Eminem are the ones where he's saying something sensible. So. Which is not often. Those are his best tracks. The, the this best is the thing. This is what people say. The, the best tracks for you to correct. Yeah, this is the thing people say. You know, for real. So but, I guess for yeah. you, it is is much about the as much about the content as it is the track itself, which I think is something that we've lost in this generation where. You, you could whoop gets you, you, you could be you could be on, on a dope beat you shouting Gucci gang Gucci gang Gucci gang <laughs> Gucci gang Gucci gang Gucci gang but that's a vibe though that's that no that's the thing everyone's after the vibe rather than actual content this is point when you go to concerts you're not going for the content you're going for the vibe and that's you know why that's true that's true and like a concert and stuff is all about is, is more so about you're not really going to be vibing to, to shine uh, in pr- probably like why I haven't been to concerts or, but then again okay well that's different because with a worship concert or something like that it's a different it's a different vibe I guess as well because you're you're worshipping but, but then, I, but then I, I, I still feel like to, to, to an extent when it comes to worship it's about the vibe more about more than it is the lyrics nah nah you don't nah, think nah, so nah. No, nah. no 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 and I think I think the only reason you're thinking like that is because you, not to say you work in that industry, but you, you are, as a worship leader, you sometimes are confronted with making sure that it sounds good and, and you I get that. S- I say that because when I've listened to um, conventional gospel mm. with like the big choirs and stuff, mm. you've you got, you got like so many le- levels, layers of like harmony and stuff mm. that like that, that, that the words almost become hard to hear. Oh, well, again, well, because I don't listen to that sort. Well, I haven't mm. listened to that sort of worship in a while, and I think of the worship guys that get me, and it's people like, like Kim Walker or, or mm. things like. <laughs> I said guys, and there's a Kim Walker. <laughs> isn't guys unisex? Uh, like, isn't guys asexual? Yeah, it depends on how you use it. So yeah. I thought guys were supposed to be everyone, then ladies and gents or, or gals. Okay, Fam. guys and gals. There'll be, be there'll be a few feminists that yeah. will not be happy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, no, like people who they're writing something and and worship is very much about elevating an aspect of this incredible God or, or focusing in on an aspect of this incredible God. And that's what I see in the Psalms as well. It's very specific. It's very descriptive. It is meant to help you um, be enthralled by God and mm. it's just making that accessible mm. because sometimes maybe it's not accessible for whatever reason. So for me, it's never been about the vibe or, or or stuff like that like those things are, are secondary the art mm. aspect is secondary to the content however that's not to say that the art should go yeah yeah, yeah to go yeah, to waste no, i think yeah. i think for me when it i would i would want to distinguish two different categories um personal worship and communal worship so personal worship yeah it's more about the words and stuff like that communal worship the challenge that I have is if the leader of worship, the person who's singing and leading worship, isn't worshiping, it just chokes worship for me. Yeah. So if if you equate that to a feel, then yes, I would agree with you. In a sense of I need to sense that this person is worshiping. 
Um, and I feel like as this person is worshipping, their worship almost floods the, the church hall as they're projecting their worship through the speakers. If they're just singing, then all that's hitting my ears is just a dead song. And so, they're, 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 again, if you equate that to a feeling or a vibe, then yes, I agree with you. Um, I don't necessarily equate that to a, a vibe or a feeling. I find that interesting because I always thought, well, I, I, again, I, I echo the fact that it's important for the leader of worship to be worshipping. Mm-hmm. But I always thought the more important thing was for the worship to be accessible. And so when I say that, it's like where the leader is also worshipping, they're just making it easier for someone that doesn't maybe know how to worship or doesn't know mm. what it's about to tap into the same energy. As opposed to there being like a, it being about the performance or about the person appearing to be worshipping. Mm. I always thought it was just, maybe you don't know how to worship, we're looking at the fact that this God is the creator yeah. and controller of the universe. Mm-hmm. And we're using these words to describe him in such a way that you would be able to appreciate that yeah. as well. And I, I, want, I want to add to that, definitely in a sense of, um, I think, so there's an emphasis for, from a worship leader, there's, there's an emphasis on like feedback from the congregation. So if you're worshiping and like the people you're leading and worshiping, you're standing there staring at you, it, 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 it's, a, it's draining because you see yeah, it as I'm leading yeah. these people in worship but they're just here staring at me it's yeah. like can't you see this God that we're worshipping but also as, as you were saying like the congregation worshipping doesn't necessarily have to be in song mm. they could be on their knees in tears they, like they could be engaging in worship in some other form mm. and so that you worshipping almost makes it accessible yeah. and what I think for me what stands out is and it's not necessarily disagreement I think it's just clarifying that yes I I feel as though them worshipping makes worship accessible for everyone else because they through them worshipping through them truly worshipping they flood the church hall with worship through the speakers Mm. and other people are drawn into that Mm. and then other people and then it makes yes we are all meant to come there with a heart of worship but if you're leading worship and your worship is off you're going to lead everyone else off Mm. It's the same as the not not necessarily. It's the same as I, I'll liken it to the kings in the Old Testament, where when there was a king that wasn't wholeheartedly following God, the nation followed wherever that king led, mm, okay. whether explicitly or not. Like they ended up following that. But then, what about this whole thing of um, God using people, even if? they are not doing what they're supposed to do. Like, when I say someone like that, I think of someone like maybe, I keep, I keep using, using him as an example, but Israel Horton. Obviously, man was going through that period of his life, mm-hmm. but he was still leading worship. But and what what makes you think that he wasn't truly worshipping during those moments? Just because someone is in sin doesn't necessarily mean that they can't be worshipping God during that moment. Because technically, apart from grace we're all sinners and we, we sin on a daily basis. So even when we go to service and we think that we've lit, we've had a, a holy week, there's been points in which we've done things that technically are sinful, but we're still able to engage with worship. And so we've had um, worship leaders who are struggling with porn still coming and leading worship. 
not necessarily saying that, yeah, continuing your sin and then, like, coming on a Sunday and dust your shoulders off and then you get it done. But, like, in worship, just, like, yeah, it, just because someone is found in a sin doesn't necessarily mean that they can't worship. But don't you think that... Peter's going to say something. No, 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 because I actually agree with you. And I think there's a there's a, an element of uh, legalism within thinking that, uh, or even in, even in my thinking back in back when like I would lead worship that week I would be especially on my mm. p's and q's. Uh, so when I go and lead, it's like okay, I've not sinned so now and I'm okay. But then it's like yeah, but there were still sins that I committed, mm. and that doesn't um, that doesn't me being good for that week doesn't mean I'm going to be any better at worshiping than otherwise because more important than all of that is recognizing that i can't worship without god anyway mm. and so if i come with that heart then i come from a better position or a better yeah. point of view robert yeah. you about to say something what do you think um what was i going to say i was going to say no, i can't remember right. <laughs> one example that i use as well is um i keep going back to this guy the truth so initially his music was very hard hitting. His music was very, you shouldn't do this. You should live a holy life. Like, don't fornicate. He got caught slipping, literally. And there's there's a lyric <laughs> in open, is it open book or something? Or one of them. Yeah. Literally like, oh, God exposed me if I'm not doing the right things. And God exposed him. Because he wasn't doing the right things. What's and that? then like, afterwards, his music was so seasoned of grace. It's amazing what getting <laughs> caught in sin would do to someone's theology around grace. But it's like, sometimes, sometimes I find that when I have done something that I'm not supposed to do is when I turn to God and I'm so grateful for what I have. And so worship is, is looking to this God and appreciating and pouring back to him adoration and stuff. And sometimes it, it, takes you to be humble to a point of like your business being exposed to be able to turn to god and be like god you know what i have done so much wrong but yet you're still good to me yeah um so yeah and in saying that is not an excuse to do bad things thinking oh i'll sin and then i'll just praise god afterwards no like as a worship leader we should be living a life of worship as Christians, we should be living a life of worship. And that's essentially living a life of um, appreciation and adoration of who God is and what he's done for us. Mm. So if we're doing that, if we're constantly meditating and thinking on God's goodness towards us and God's grace towards us, we will find that we will be less drawn towards sin. It's when we esteem other things higher than God that we're then led away. Um, whatever it may be. Yeah. Cool. Um, my mind's gone blank. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do I want to say? Well, we could go into our hookups, actually. Oh, can we, can we, can we do um, hookups yeah, already? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're about we're about twenty four minutes in, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Guess we do hookups. Give <laughs> <laughs> uh, a respite. Yeah. I'll go first this week. Cool. My hookup for this week will be a poem by the lovely Jasmine Mans. Okay. Um, in the spirit of Kanye. It's called Footnotes to Kanye. Oh, this is an older one. It's, it's yeah, an older yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, I remember that one. Um, recorded the video for it. Yeah, yeah, I remember that one. A very dope piece. She's a very dope poet. 
Um, is she still doing poetry? I hope so. Yeah. Fam, check. <sighs> and she's got this album as well. Oh my days. Let me do a double cut for this week. She's a okay, cool. She's a what? No, I was gonna say ask a question. Go on then. It's not important. No, it's, it's not important. <laughs> it's important. <laughs> it's not important. Pia, can you ask the question, please? <laughs> What's her sexual orientation? She's bisexual. Right. Okay. As far as I know. Cool. I just thought <laughs> that can change. <laughs> leave room with me for five minutes. No way. Um, what? <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> Just five minutes, yeah. So she also has um, an, uh, an album called Black Boy Gold. I think it's called. I'll find out, but I might get Peter to link it. Very dope album of of, of, of poetry. She cool. got bars. You know, she, she, she doesn't mince her words. Doesn't hold back bars. So yeah. So cool. footnotes for Kanye and um, Black Boy Gold. Cool. All right. Um, my hookup would be um, a new podcast I've been listening to. Uh, Trade Talk. Pagan. <laughs> Both said at the same time. <laughs> Why? There's, there's enough room to listen to other podcasts um, called Sandra. Uh, it's uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, it's a very uh, well written story style podcast um, uh, about. Uh, Sandra, who is like an AI uh, assistant, much like Google or um, Siri or Alexis, um, or Alexis, uh, and it, it's just really well written. It's really good. So give give it a give it a listen. It's by the guys uh, uh, by the network Gimlet uh, Gimlet Media, um, and yeah, listen to it. Sandra, you can find it on anywhere you find your podcast. It's not Christian or anything. It's just a really dope story. Really well written. Really good uh, production. Peter well, shouts out something non-Christian. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Christian, by the way. Trying to be cool. <laughs> Mud. <laughs> God. Trying to be down with the kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so disrespectful. Didn't get himself arrested. So um, disrespectful. Mine is a label. Um... I'll drop one this week and then potentially drop another one next week. But this week, the hookup is Humble Beast. Yeah, you just copied my hookup from last <laughs> time. That's cool. That's Humble cool. Beast. It, it's <laughs> like, I've always said that if I could join any label, it would be Humble Beast simply because of their name. Like, humility, but still a beast at what you do. As and they all are. Actually. Mate, they're absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. So they've, they've their current roster is... Um, Beautiful Eulogy, which comprises um, Odd Thomas Rayleigh and Kirtland O'Bono, I believe that's how you pronounce it. There's Propaganda, there's um, Jackie Hill Perry. Shout out! And there's um, Show Baraka. <laughs> yeah. Six of them, yeah. Absolutely phenomenal. They've had other artists coming in and out for the past couple of years. Another Jay one, Givens. Jay Givens, absolutely dope. Yeah. Absolutely dope. Um, yeah, and it, like Eston, Eston Burgundy, Eshan Burgundy yeah, 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 um, yeah. he's dope as well. Um, they've had a few other people as well, so I'll say definitely um, have a look at their stuff. And the dope thing about that is they give their music away for free because they see it as ministry rather than work. 
but yeah. you can pay for the music and yeah. if you pay for the music it helps in the production yeah. so in as much as you can listen to the music and see if you like it or not i would definitely encourage you to pay for it right, they man, also sell they're they're good they're, they're good. dope they're, actually they're worth really good. It. they're worth supporting. um if you've listened to instead um, of going to buy doop de whoop whoop by kanye <laughs> go and buy something sensible if books. you've listened to um church clothes um i think it's number one misconception they that's that's literally what put me on to odd thomas fully i heard it mm. and i was like yo i need to go look for this guy yeah. so then i started youtube and stuff and i got in touch with um not got in touch with him physically but like <laughs> got put on to <laughs> humble beast i was making it sound like he's more important than he is you know that? but um yeah um called him up to, obviously i was like yo hook me up but um yeah they're dope they're absolutely phenomenal so have a look at their work yeah invest in them um financially and just spread the love cosign 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 so, okay so um back to kanye why because let's be still is well we're going back be to kanye still. man <laughs> said be still that's how you know he went to church today you know? <laughs> oh gosh so um kanye did an interview with charlemagne like a week ago or it came out a week ago yeah um, I haven't, I haven't watched all of it because it's quite long. <laughs> it's like ninety minutes or something. Yeah. Um, but from the little that I um, uh, I have watched and what uh, what people have said about it, I've just been thinking about. It. I've, I've just been like letting it marinate in my mind. And I thought we could we, we we could discuss some people's comments and stuff. So I'm sure you've heard by now that Kanye says he wants to be like the new Steve Jobs, the new Walt Disney. Da, 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 da all of that good stuff and then I was listening to I think it was the Joe Budden podcast shout out to Joe, the Joe I Budden podcast to Joe Budden. fam the podcast is hilarious <laughs> it's a bunch of nonsense <laughs> it's hilarious but yeah so um, one thing when one of the guys said is that all these people that Kanye was saying he's, he's the next were white yeah and I think someone said that Charlemagne tried to um, put some like black names in there but then Kanye went um back to the white people and so i'm i know this upset a lot of people but now think about it like names he was saying like disney yeah jobs these yeah. are people that changed the entire world mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so is it wrong for kanye to 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 aspire to them um because they're white because I don't think there's any black person who has got to the level of Steve Jobs or Walt Disney. Can you? Maybe well, Oprah. Maybe well, Oprah. Oh. Maybe Oprah. But <laughs> apart from maybe, I don't think that, that I don't think there's any black person that has got to the, the level of Disney or, or or Steve Jobs. If it, can anyone think of someone? Hmm. I think. Um, arguably, I think um, Tyler Perry's. Inching his way up there. In, inching, inching his way up there. No, 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 dude. No, no, no. Listen, listen. All right, thank you for listening. I'm done here. No, 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 no. Let's listen to the thing, yeah. Listen to the thing, yeah. Nah. Have you man heard about Tyler Perry Studios? I, I have. You heard about? Have you heard of Tyler Perry Studios, Peter? As in what the way he makes the theater productions? No, 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 no. As in, like he owns his own like land studio company. Like Marvel, mm-hmm. um, Black Panther was recorded at Tyler Perry Studios. Okay, cool. 
No, I didn't f- know that. The film was actually recorded at Tyler Perry. Like, he owns his own production company. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's legit called Tyler Perry Studio. Okay. And if it, obviously, you might are still laughing on that, yeah? But I'm like, like that's why I said he's, he's inching towards it. He's not there yet. And, like, obviously, with his films around Madea and them things there, it's not, it's not the best of sellers. <laughs> it's not the best of sellers right now, yeah? But, but, yeah, this guy has put in mad work, you know? Where, yes, like, where like Marvel is actually coming to him to be like, yo. And, like, so Tyler Perry Studios. Is it fi- Marvel coming to him or was it the director? But, might have been the director. Right, but so the director brought Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, the thi- but the thing is, yeah, but the thing is. I feel bad for love. <laughs> but the thing is, yeah, the honest thing is that Black Panther was the first film shot at his production studio okay to have that as yo boom first film black panther it's now number three was it edited there as well i don't know okay because I, I know that um black panther and um is it a wrinkle in time that um that movie by is it ava duvernay was also edited in the same place and she's a black uh, director as well um, and it's a it's a dope movie as well. Yeah. So, but, like, but not to be like, cynical, but, but but not to be cynical. But with the nature of the kind of film Black Panther was, I don't think that it was his production company that made it the success that it was. <laughs> you saying that they only went there because he's black? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but my 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 thing is my thing is to have to be in a in a position that you actually own a production studio is remarkable in and of itself. Yeah, yeah, no, it's true, and it I, I, think, <laughs> I think, I think, I think the the angst um, that that came about was because um, the question was someone like in a Walt Disney kind of level. When we say Walt Disney kind of level, someone whose influence has extended worldwide and and over the span of time. So, how can your influence anything, extend worldwide? Yeah, because like everyone knows, what everyone Disney. knows of Walt Disney. <laughs> okay, no, no um, I, I interpret it a different way. I okay. interpret it like extended beyond worldwide. Oh no, no, no! Worldwide. Like no, there aren't aliens watching <laughs> Cinderella. No, but uh, in in the sense of um, over the the amount of time that it's been, however long, okay, Walt I hear Disney you. and, and plus thingy. The name, I, the name is synonymous with what, how, like how yeah. far it's gone. So, if like anything, I think the only argument against is it might be too soon to say that Tyler Perry is at that level. Yeah, that's what I said. That's what I said. Yeah, Inching yeah. plus, in saying that as well, no one is not really common knowledge that it was shot at Tyler Perry Studios. Yeah, no, it's no, not common I wasn't, knowledge. I didn't know but that. like Steve yeah. Jobs is common knowledge, like yeah. just how much he's done. Yeah. In terms of Apple, uh, so so my, my thing is in in answering your question as to whether or not it's wrong for him to aspire to be. Uh, like these influential white people is Michael Jackson he was white in the end (laughs) (laughs) is the the fact that um, oh I've lost my train of thought Um, so so one argument I heard about Kanye's thing is he's uh, let me structure this properly because I don't I'm going to say things that some might find insensitive but a big thing about this whole thing with Kanye is his relevance to black people and whether or not what black people want him to be to them is what he wants to be to black people. And the argument has been that he's never cared for black people in per se. He's always wanted to be amongst the white elite. The The, the issue is now the elite, or I say now, the elite's 
in his stratosphere or whatever, in his environment have always been white. So he's just wanting to be there. Whether he wants to be white or he wants to be elite or whatever, kind of gets lost. He's from... Oh, from commentary I've heard on him, and I listened to the whole podcast, the whole interview actually. Um, again, to whatever extent, because I didn't care, <laughs> whatever extent I actually listened is is up for debate. But the argument is he just wants to be amongst those names, whether it's for the color of the skin or not, is a different question. Mm. He just wants to be there at that level. In answering your question, I think the problem that we have now is a lot of it gets defined in terms of the color of your skin. And I, I think of it in, in these terms, like when I was um, younger, because not to say that racism wasn't there, racism was there. My mom told me now about things that she would go through when she comes to pick us up because she was a black uh, mother, you know, picking up her kids from a, from a predominantly white school. I was one out of three black people. I didn't ever care, one, because I was a kid, and two, because maybe it wasn't, as present amongst us or in our thoughts but i was inspired by people like i say inspired i've wanted to do martial arts because of the green ranger the black ranger first and then the green ranger or because of movies like three ninjas kickback or because of movies like beverly hills cop with eddie murphy it was never i it was never restricted because of the race of the people i saw doing something if that makes sense and I just wanted to do things that I thought were interesting that I wanted to do regardless of who I saw do it first. Nowadays, the conversation is very much about race. And so that filter gets applied to everything. And that's why I think it's almost a problem when he's talking about people like Walt Disney and Steve Jobs. And whether or not that is part of the reason why he wants to be like those people is a debate that you'd have to have with him on a one-on-one like do you want to be like them because they're white or do you want to just be like them because they're rich and they've got influence or whatever if that makes sense i feel like with kanye his thing is more about influence than that's what about, i've that's yeah, what i the, think the, it's the, always the, been about the money it's always think, been about yeah, the power i think i but think nowadays the, the conversation has to be founded on race and that's a problem i think that for the most part kanye from early on that i've been exposed to him has had a notion of being great Right. has always pushed for a notion of being the best, being great. Um, where there was an interview where he was like, people don't have a problem if you say I'm a nigger or something like that, or using the N-word, but if you're like, I'm God, then people have a problem. And so, <laughs> you know, you're like... <laughs> Those are two completely different things. <laughs> but that's, that's, that's literally what he said in the, in the thing. And it's like, and he, his argument was that people don't have an, an issue if you associate yourself with something derogatory or something not so good mm. but as soon as you start to associate yourself with something really good or high up there there's an issue Kofi Annan Kofi Annan sorry sorry when you said that it made me, Kofi Annan is someone who is of significance as much as Walt Disney I'd say you went secretary general but yeah. was, wasn't he caught embezzling money and like no hold on hold on no wasn't he caught no, embezzling money and giving it giving it to his children or something Kofi Annan yes. no he wasn't no he wasn't he was not do not do not disparage that man's no. name Kofi Annan is 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 is, is a great man but he, I, I don't think he's on like Disney's level to, to, to like to like um, the point where you can ask uh, okay, yeah. Let's, let, let's let him Google this. Too, no, not in t- <laughs> shut up. Not in terms of 
You're making me feel <laughs> <laughs> not in terms of like power and and um fame, but definitely in terms of influence. Like he was the Secretary General of the UN. Like that's a big big what, deal. Yeah, but is he any more influential than the last secu- like sec- um secretary before him and, and and the one after him? We don't even know the last secretary before him or the one after him. Yes, but I would argue that the, the only reason you know him is because he's black and Ghanaian. That's why you don't know. No, no, because he was the UN Secretary General. Okay, then who was the, who was the one before him then? I, I actually I actually know the one after him. No, no, I don't no, know the name. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're very much. It's not even because he was black. It's because he was Ghanaian. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but like with like Disney, you don't. Have, you can be white. You can be black. You can be five. You can be eighty. You've heard the name Disney in some capacity. Yeah, yeah. No, no, definitely. So and um, what did but you see the thing with the thing with like someone like Disney or even Steve Jobs is like you look at Disney's. Um, history and he was kicked out of a company for being uncreative and he was kicked out of i think it was the new york times or something for being for for lacking creativity you know and so you look at a story like that and i don't need to know that he was white or he was black or whatever for it to be like you know what it doesn't matter what people say about me i can do like if i believe if i if i believe in my gifts and i i work towards it Is that, is that R. Kelly? Much feeling. He did too much feeling. <laughs> is that R. Kelly? Can we not, can we not call R. Kelly, please? Messi, he did too much feeling. Too much feeling. <laughs> He's still doing too much feeling. Um, but like, that in and of itself can be enough inspiration to me. The issue, I think the issue now is that it's based in race. And I'm looking for Kofiana and embezzlement and I don't see anything Okay, I might be, I, I was mistaken. I might have been mistaken. I might Ghanians do this? Why, why are Ghanians like that? <laughs> I might because I could have swore I heard I heard a story about that. There's the only thing closest to it is how his son has made tons of money because he was buying up like property, but there's it doesn't look like it's anything bad. It just looks like he's made money because he did his investments. So another thing that Kanye was saying, which I found interesting, was that he he, he was talking about how. No wait wait. Did you answer whether or not it's wrong for him to look up to white people? Yeah, but no. he's not looking up. To, he's not looking up to white people. Oh no, because your question was, was it wrong for him to? Yeah. No, um, yeah, so like, is it wrong for him to, yeah, so is it spice yeah. fit? Is it wrong for people to, or like, well, I interpret the question as, is it wrong for black people to look to yeah. white people? So yeah, I want to hear your answer on that. Do you know what? And I want to hear your answer okay. as well. Do you know what? That's, that's, that's a very tricky and nuanced question. Um, and I, I would almost have to approach it from different perspectives. I might be able to weave it into one, but it's almost to what degree are you looking, um, to the white people, I think that there's a a kickback against um, white men, white people being Superman or the savior, and us almost seeing them as the standard to reach. Um, but if you almost see them as a marker or an indication of where you want to get to, right. rather than I want to get to this man's level, like the status and everything, so it's it's a bit tricky because, and it, it I think it's it, it's there's a question as to motivation as well. If you just see as white is better, get to the white status and you're good, then I'd question that as being, there being an issue there. But if if, you, if you're if you seeing, as you were saying, like a white person doing martial arts on the TV, you're like, rah, I enjoy what he's doing. Not necessarily because he's white or anything like that, but the martial arts looks phenomenal. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to get into this as well. Yeah. Then I'm just like, all right, cool. You've that. I think that's learning from human nature. Yeah, I think that's learning from human nature. But if you see it as like, oh, um, 
white man is so good. If you're if you're like Uncle Ruckus, <laughs> that's okay, yeah okay. I get I get. <laughs> and there was a meme about <laughs> a meme of <laughs> yeah Kanye getting t- yeah. So if if it's a bit like Uncle Ruckus where you yeah. see the white or the Caucasian whatever image as the standard but don't you think that's a problem of now like that's well i I say a problem of now obviously you've got the hundreds of years of slavery Mm. which was a choice apparently um (laughs) did you hear that (laughs) but then did you also see see his like explanation to what he said afterwards but you can't (laughs) drop you can't drop flipping comments like no the thing is i felt it felt like it wasn't he initially when he said it he said it in person. It sounded like he was just saying, "Oh, I look at this and that," you know, that like like he was making a a, a metaphor out of mm. saying that's like a it was a choice. And then they asked him, and for some reason he decided to double down on it because it just sounded like something he was saying in person mm. in trying to make a different point. Um, and then he just doubled down on it and went anyway. But what I'm saying, what I'm trying to say is, do you feel like the idea of white being that the the concept itself of white being the standard of greatness mm-hmm. is something that we have not we've come up with now but something that we've placed it's too prominent. much focus on yeah. now because n- none of those things were presented to me when i was growing up it, it was it was only this is something great mm-hmm. that i enjoy doing i'm going to go and try and yeah. do that it was never a white person's done it. It, yeah. it that that was never part of the conversation yeah I, I i get what you're saying and i i would i would want to say that it was almost fed to us implicitly how though? so how sway so there's, there's a case i think the reason why it's so prominent now is because our generation grew up with images of white greatness in, in, a, in a sense so white jesus for example. But then, you see, again, for me, it that's that only matters now because I know he was Middle East and he yeah. couldn't have been white. But that never influenced my thoughts about it. It was never about his ethnicity. Mm-hmm. It was more about his positioning in being holy and then being killed and then meeting God's wrath. Like his race had nothing to do with it. So when I used to live in Ghana, it's like when watching TV, mm. anything that had white people in it, mm. I just automatically assumed was better. Okay. Arguably, because yeah. production was better. <laughs> this is what I was going production to ask. This is what I was going to ask you. Because you compare by the fireside to, <laughs> to Power Rangers and they're different things. Mate, like, production was better. Yeah. Everything seemed much more advanced, much yeah. more um, progressed yeah. than it was in Ghana. Mm. And because I was surrounded by black people, they seemed like the day-to-day, they seemed the norm. Mm. But because I was almost being channeled these images from afar of white people production is better what's being presented looks a bit better Mm. blah 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 so there was that contrived image in my head that Mm. oh it's better Mm. um so when i first came here i was genuinely surprised that white people can get bold they could lose their hair i was surprised okay so i was in geography Mm. And my geography teacher was a white guy teaching us geography and he like hairline was receding. He was talking to me what I was just staring at his hair. And then he's like, listen to the words coming out of my mouth. No. <laughs> and, and I realized that, oh snap, I'm staring at and it struck me that I did not believe that white people can lose their hair. <laughs> okay. 
and this you, this was in year you eight. never seen it because because i'd never Priority. really i just thought oh like everyone all of them just had their and it was just an assumption okay it was just an assumption and even these assumptions still linger in the sense of i would i, I would walk into a room full of white people and i'll be self-conscious okay and even now it still pesters me and so it, it, there's been that um, underlining. It wasn't fed to me. It wasn't told to me explicitly, but just through... And that's just one example in terms of TV. That's just one mm, example. Mm, mm. But through different engagements with different things mm. and through exposure to different things, there's almost been that embedded thought or assumption that is better. And I think that's why our generation, there's a lot of kickback against that. Because we've come to recognize that, and we're almost wanting different. The conspiracy theorist in me thinks that's just a trap, because I I would find it hard for to well I mean I wouldn't find it hard if any black person told me at any point in their lives they believed a person could be better than them simply because they were white. I I've never heard that. I'd find it difficult to believe someone who said that. I feel so personally. I feel. It's not so much currently, but my self-consciousness leads me to assume that that person's in a better position than I am. When you say better, is better position the same as... More privileged. Exactly. More more privilege is different. That's... And and it's, it's, it's not to say that that's something to cast aside, but... Yeah, someone could be more privileged than me. The same way as the prince of Saudi Arabia is more privileged than me or, you know, oil oil barons in Dubai are more privileged than me. Like, I don't think your race matters. Obviously, there are things that, like, I'm much more likely to be stopped by the police and have been stopped by the police and they treat me a different way. Yes, all of those things are true Mm -hmm. because of my skin. But I'm talking in in myself or in, in, in the heart of black people. Right. <laughs> Are there actually people that believe someone could be better than them because of their race? And I think the conspiracy theorist in me, and I don't listen to him a lot, so I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I think it's a trap to make it to make that such a big deal to us now mm-hmm. to keep us angry and not let us move forward per se. Because I think I think that it, th- there could be an element of truth in what you're saying. I've almost seen it as this is putting us into dialogues and conversations to push forward to okay. see how we can push forward in okay. a way that is healthy so now i'm looking at i'm looking at it from a perspective of how do i work to ensure a sense of self-worth in my children mm. how do i work to ensure a sense of self-worth um in my daughter okay in in like the next generation mm. that isn't based on so it's, it's almost like Martin Luther's speech, not based on your skin, mm. but on your character, mm. the content of your character, mm. what you actually do. And starting from the position of, as a human being, you have value, you have worth, yeah. regardless of skin color. Yeah. And then let's go from there. Let's build from yeah, the fact which, of... Which wit- should be, yeah. Yeah, let's build from that perspective. And even if, like, Robert is a better musician than me, mm. in, a mu- in a musician setting... He might have more quote unquote value than me. Touch my car, you know. <laughs> he might have more quote unquote value than me, mm. but it doesn't diminish my value as an individual within that setting. No, yeah, yeah. 
And so it's, it's that that moment I'm personally trying to... Welcome to we've got Heath. Some, we've got some drama going on. Mate, welcome to Heath. And the thing is, it sounds more because the window is open. All right. But yeah, I'm not sure if that made any sense or worked towards we what kinda we kind of just saying. went on a little run there. But yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, what would Kanye do? Um, <laughs> WWKD. So, my thoughts on this are, um, I look at it from the, so like the thing that comes to mind is stuff like award shows and stuff. So okay. I, I know there's there's always been like a backlash with like the number of black people that get nominated for awards and stuff. Mm. And now there there've there been people that have been saying, Well, if you don't like it then you just go and create your own your own thing. Which is all fair and good. Mm. But <laughs> I don't wanna sound like um Agaracus. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> So basically anything that Black people might 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 create mm. in place of the, the Grammys or the Emmys mm. will never be as prestigious as the Grammys or the Emmys just mm. just just because of the nature of what the Grammys and the and and, and the Emmys are. Yeah, regardless of whether they were it, it, it was created by white people, mm. such such things hold a certain weight because of what they are. Mm. Same way, if we look at like like the UK scene, mm-hmm. um, a Mercury holds more weight than a Mobile does. Mm-hmm. And um, not because mobiles were created by black people, even though one of the co-founders was white. Um, it's because a Mercury is just known to be that much more prestigious than a MOBA. Okay. And like an Oscar is more prestigious than a BET award. Yeah, <laughs> basically. And that's no one's fault. That's just how, <laughs> that, that's just the way the world works. Mm. Um, what's the question again? Well, the original question was, is it wrong for a black person to be, to look up to or yeah. aspire to a white yeah. person? Yeah, so um, I think that it is wrong to turn an, um, a blind eye to the fact that certain things have certain value or status because of what they are, as opposed to who it is behind them that, that made it, if that makes sense. Okay. So like all the, all the people Kanye says he wants to be like, or the designers he wants to be like, he doesn't want to be like them because they're white. He wants to be with them because they are the top of the top and the best of the best. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it'll be very easy for Kanye to to jump over any black people within those same same categories just mm-hmm. just because of who he is and how much he's he's like um, achieved over the years mm-hmm. and who he's married to. Um, yeah, so like. Even if you look at like trainers, um, he's got his his, his, his like um, his Yeezys. Mm. The only other pe- per- per- person, um, black person that I can think that have got trainers that are on his level or a bit higher are Jordans. Okay, but even that is, I, I agree with you. But I, I would even say like Yeezys are almost inching further yeah. than Jordans. Yeah, like Shaq tried to do something and people just mock it. Mm. Yeah, and, and like the thing is. I'm I'm very certain Yeezys will one day overtake Jordans, mm. and I, even with Jordans, Jordans will never get to like the Givenchy's or the mm. or the Burberry's or that. Um, Jordans will only ever get to that level. Kanye's seen that Jordans will only get to that level, and he wants to go past that. But because the the, the realm he's he's trying to get into is all white people, 
people think that he, he, he wants to be with, 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 with white people. But mm. to me, he just wants to get to the best of the best. And there, and there, there just mm. happens to be no black people mm. in that stratosphere of and things. Do, do you know what? The thing that stands out for me is that arguably the reason why there aren't many black people in that stratosphere, as you said it, is because there's almost... However you want to... Conspiracy theorists. There is a ceiling, definitely. Glass ceiling, gatekeepers, whatever, mm. that almost be like, nope, you're not coming in. And then, uh, 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 and the thing is, most black people will see that ceiling and say, okay, if, 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 if I can't be, get, get, I'll get to that, at least I'll be the best of where I can get to. Mm. Kanye's saying that he wants to get above that, but, but it's, it's the way that he talks that, that, <laughs> that, that runs people the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think as well, understanding that he's trying to get there, and understanding that because of that, he's interacting with people who are there. So he is like, if you interact with like PhD theologians and blah, 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 mm. you will then like, it, your mindset will be challenged in a way that regular folk won't be. Mm. And so you will start to speak in a manner that reflects how your mind has been challenged. Mm. And so I, I believe that in him trying to reach a certain status, his mind has been challenged in a manner that most people's hasn't. Mm. And so in him talking, he's reflecting where his mind has been challenged towards or for, but it also reflects some of the mindset within that area. Mm. In a sense of, it might very well be a common notion that slavery was a, was a choice within that stratosphere. I don't think anyone. I don't think they. I, I don't know. No, yeah, but yeah, but, yeah, but that's not what he meant. Like he went, he, like, he, like, he like went back and explained what what um, what he he meant by that was, in like a plantation, the the, the number of black people would outnumber the the number of, of like white people, but still the black people would stay in their position and know their role and not try and, and try and overcome these white people that was that were. There's so many different nuances to debunk that <laughs> statement right there, but. What what I meant by that was not necessarily that they thought that it was a it was a I'm doing what Kanye did and having to explain myself, but like it's more so an underlining notion that runs through that one person is voiced very poorly, but nonetheless is a notion that might run through a train of thought within that place, because um, we we will eventually inevitably reflect what we're exposed to a lot. Mm. Um, you know what? And yeah. with, with Kanye, um, I feel like when it comes to black people, the only person he's, he's in, ever been in competition with has been Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. And I say that because <laughs> um, even if you just look at, look at their wives, so, so, so Jay-Z got married to Beyonce. So Kanye had to go and get married to the, to the next most influential woman in the world. And I, I don't think anyone can argue that the most. How okay. sad is that? <laughs> How sad is that? I don't think. And um, I don't think Mate, that the, 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 you settled for a woman with a false batos. But did he settle? Do is it settle? Because by yes, g- no, <laughs> but yes, <laughs> yes. After Ray J went there settling, and <laughs> what he's tried to achieve, I wouldn't call that settling because having Kim Kim Kardashian opens so many more doors to him that he, he, he wouldn't have been able to get to if he had been married to someone like Becky Kelly Rowland shall I'm, we say I'm just happy that I didn't marry my wife to open doors for me that's all <laughs> you rather open marriage your wife so you can open doors for her jeez boss <laughs> <laughs> 
it's 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 oh it's silly it's because jay-z is another one what's jay-z mean what's what does that stand for the jay-z I don't know. you're, feel, you're thinking about hover isn't that why he's called hove no no hover hover because he's trying to be like jehovah yeah isn't that what jay-z is all about like his name is he's jehovah or something like that no 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 hover hove came after yeah hover hove came a lot after what's his real name um john carter i think let me google it I think it's John Carter. Oh. No, I was just thinking if the J kind of came from his first name or whatever. All right. I um, thought it was because he sees himself as Jehovah. But it, obviously, if you take the J, Hover, then that yeah. makes something. But I know that Hover came after, after oh, when okay. he okay. almost... Oh, Sean Corey Carter. That's his name. All right, right. Anyway, right. either way, either way. So my when you were talking about like the Da Vinci's and stuff like that, it's all stuff that I would never buy anyway because I don't see it as being better than... Primark. Well, not even Primark. Because Primark is just for the ease of shopping. Like, you know where the shirts are. You just go there. Um, but you know, I've, I've like, over the years, just seen the quality of Primark just erode. It hurts me. When was it ever quality, though? When I was in college, yeah, I bought a shirt from Primark that was, like, three times as thick as the shirts from Primark now. <laughs> Either way, it's, like, all of, all of those things are just luxury expense. And it's all kind of... it's It's all... To me, some way, if it, like it's all something, like I don't, I just don't go down that route. So oh, definitely, but then there are people who are willing to spend a lot of money on those kind of things. Yeah, and those, those are the people Kanye is trying to get to. Yeah. So this is what someone said. It's like it's never been about, you know, Joe Blogs on the street. It's always been about. But then like I feel like part part of Kanye, it feels like he's doing this because he he, he wants to show people that it's possible. I honestly believe that. Mm. I feel like Kanye is I want to call him a hero I just think he's <laughs> he's misunderstood maybe Fan don't boy. think something don't think something is impossible just because you haven't seen anyone do it regardless of race like if you want to do something you know do it and if you are if you if you if you have God then you can do whatever he calls you to do regardless mm. and like Kanye says Jesus walks <laughs> with me <laughs> <laughs> Smart. Why you what? Was he lying? He wasn't. Okay. Anyway, so let's round up. <laughs> when people started singing that in churches, but that's that's when they got to the next thing. That that was I was I was having a little rant about that to myself. That the only reason a lot of people are upset is because they put him on this pedestal and want to identify with him. And the same thing Christians do is that he made Jesus walk, and so they're like, oh yeah, he's Christian now, so he's, he's for us. Same thing with Chance the Rapper. Same thing with Kendrick Lamar. There you go. <laughs> Thank you for listening, guys. Um, tell us your thoughts on Kanye. No, don't. No. Are you going to listen to his new album? Think about something more useful, more Jesus. productive. I better might for do. your life. I might do. The thing is, it sounds like... <laughs> you know when they're praying and they're trying to tell like a demon to leave? <laughs> loose. 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 Uh, well, um, guys, let us I know. Thought, your I thought I was trying to do an Mbaku. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. so guys, when Kanye's album comes out, don't buy it. Give it, don't buy it. Spotify, stream it, stream it once. Don't stream it. Surely people get money from Spotify streams. Yeah, if you so numbers, yeah, not YouTube. It, YouTube. Someone's gonna put it on YouTube. If someone says something you don't believe in, maybe you should show them that you're not going to invest in them. That's what it is. And stop indulging things that you want to indulge hey. when they don't agree with your beliefs. 
Well, Christians say you only live once when your life is based on the fact that you're going to be resurrected in the next life. Mm. Nonsense. Anyway, thank you for listening, guys. <laughs> you can find us at soundcloud.com forward slash the Blacksmith's Furnace. No apostrophe. On all good podcast podcasting websites, the Blacksmith's Furnace with an apostrophe. Um, Twitter at the Furnace UK. Email address tbsfurnacehotmail.com. Anyone got any shout outs? Um, reverb. But reverb just we just had the not reverb echoes echoes book launch was wednesday just gone second of may but the books are officially on the website now ready to be purchased um rise and scribes has got a um target of a thousand pounds that we're trying to raise to reinvest in um projects with um people in homeless shelters and marginalised communities. And every book you purchase goes towards that. Um, so yeah, I'll definitely encourage you to get books to £10 each um, before post and packaging. Um, so it ends up for like £13. But phenomenal writers, phenomenal book, phenomenal graphic design, phenomenal pictures by your boy. So yeah, um, get involved. Thank you. Yeah. Anything for you, Peter? Nah. Cool. I have nothing for me. And I guess this is a black just bonus. I didn't know.